Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. The word of God and want to pray and ask God for his spirit. Hallelujah. Want to pray and say, Lord, pour your spirit upon me, pour your Holy Spirit upon me. Lift your voice and just begin to speak to the Lord. Ask him, Lord, pour your spirit upon us. Give us the Holy Spirit, Lord. Give us the Holy Spirit. Give us the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come upon us. Come upon us. Come, come upon us. 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 Fill us. Fill us with your spirit. Jesus said, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father not give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? So, this is a prayer Jesus has assured us that when we pray, we will receive answers. Come upon us, Holy Spirit. Come upon us, Holy Spirit. Lord, I thirst for you. I thirst for you. Come upon us, Lord. Come upon us, sweet Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill us. Fill us tonight. Fill us tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I thirst for you. I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait for you. Father, draw me near. Draw me near to the beauty of your Let's all sing it, Lord, I thirst for you. Lord, I thirst Let it be your prayer tonight. I long to be in your presence. And I long to be in your presence. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. My soul will wait for you. Draw me near, draw me near to the beauty of your holiness. Lift your hands everywhere. Say, I will wait on you. I will wait on you, Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness. Wait for you, 
worship you. I will worship you. Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness, in the beauty of your Lord Jesus, tonight we are here because of you. We are here because our souls test for you. Fill us with your presence, fill us with your power, and fill us with your word. We give you glory, we give you praise. Let everybody here present be challenged and transformed in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. amen. Say your loudest, amen. amen. Wonderful, you may be seated in the presence of God. Title of my message tonight is Building the Church of God. I said, The title of my message tonight is Building the church of God or building the church or building God's church. Whichever one is easier for you. Building God's church. How many of us will build the church of God? Wonderful. So, turn your Bibles with me to Matthew chapter number 16. Okay, we'll start from somewhere there. Matthew chapter 16, we are reading. We are coming to verse 18. But maybe let's start from 13. The Bible says, when Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they said unto him, some say you are John the Baptist, others Elias or Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said unto them, who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bajona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto you, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Hallelujah. Say with me, upon this rock, I will build my church. Jesus said to Peter, thou art, and I say unto you, thou art Peter, and on this rock, I will build my church. I want you to replace the name Peter with your name. So you can say, thou art Zolile, upon this rock, I will build my church. Thou art Beatrice, upon this rock, I will build my church. Thou at Banoyolo, upon this rock, I will build my church. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we start this simple discussion just to spice things up a bit. Easter is just around the corner. This Friday, we have a special miracle service. Here, we, we, start, we start at half past four. It's a miracle service, and I want to encourage everybody to be here. Bring your friends, bring your neighbors, bring your enemies, bring your exes, bring everybody you know. Bring every traffic cop in this city, bring them here. God is about to do something good. 
Somebody say amen. amen. Wonderful. So back to what I'm saying. God is building his church. Amen. Jesus said, when Jesus was, now, just a little, I'm, I'm sure you know this story, just a little bit, but Jesus came from, came to the coast of a place called Caesarea, Philippi, let's say he came to Peter Marisbeck, and he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And some, they came up with all possible answers. Then he asked them, so who do you say that I am? Then one of them named Peter answered and said that you are the Christ. He gave the right answer. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. So Jesus said to him, you can only know this if my father reveals it to you. Now, when he said that, then Jesus said to him, you are Peter. And upon you, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Immediately, you should get the understanding that God wants to build his church upon you. Upon you means with you. He's depending on you. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So Jesus said, I will build my church. When he was on earth, his plan was to build his church. He didn't say, I have built my church. So it's not something Jesus did in the Bible. When Jesus was around, he didn't build his church. He was telling us his plans that I will build my church. Now, right now, he is building his church. Hallelujah. Right now, Jesus, that, that's why it involves us. If Jesus said, I, had, I have built my church, then it's over. But he said, I will build my church. And now he's building the church. So that involves us. He's building the church in our time. Hallelujah. Are we not excited to be living in a time like this when God is building his church? Wonderful. So Jesus told us his plans clearly. Hallelujah. So as a church and as a Christian, the most useful thing, or if you want to align, people want to align themselves with the will of God and with what God is doing. So when you tell me, is it the will of God? Is it God's plan? I can tell you without a doubt, based on this scripture, that the most directly connected thing that God is doing today for you and I to get involved in is in building his church. Hallelujah. God is doing so many things. You know, sometimes you have things going on or you are involved in many things, but one of them is the main thing that you are doing. Hallelujah. Some of you are in UKZN. You are in UKZN. You have started a small business. You are also in a relationship. But the main thing you are doing is you are in UKZN. Hallelujah. So if I want to align myself, or if I want to give you help, the greatest help I can give you is help with your studies in UKZN. Because that's, that's the most relevant thing I can do for you. Because that's, what, that's the main thing. Although, at the side, you are in a relationship with Big Bobo, and then also, you are selling airtime on campus. Do you get it? You are selling airtime or chappies on campus. Do you get it? If I want to help you, it's not like go and make an advert for your chappies business. Do you see? It will be helping, but it means it will not be the most relevant and involving thing I can do for you. The same way when it comes to God, God is doing many things. He's, amongst which is he's building his church. 
He's causing rain, blessing people, all these kind of things. But the main thing he's doing is building his church. And as a Christian, that is what you must get involved in. Hallelujah. That is what you must get involved in. And as for me, I'm just happy with what God is doing in my marriage. So that's what I'm focused on. Listen, your marriage is great. It's wonderful. It's very, very fantastic. But that's not the most important thing that God is doing. The most important thing that God is doing is building his church. And it's needful that you get involved in it. Hallelujah. I wish I had the whole church here to preach this message. This message, I should be preaching it even in a stadium. Get involved in building the church of God. Amen. Hey, pastor, how can I do something to help God or to say, th- get involved in building the church. Amen. Get in, that, that's, that's the most important thing you can do. Get involved in. So, pastor, how about orphanages? How about uh, this other? They are all good. And I thank God that our church has an orphanage, which we have built ourselves. And we support that there are children there who we are. But it's not... Apart from an orphanage, we have a hospital. We have a hospital. We have a school. We have schools in so many places. Even here, we have a school. But it's not the main thing we are doing. The main thing we are doing is building the church because that is what God is doing. So that we can align our plans with God's plans. The earlier as a Christian you start to think the way God is thinking, you start to move with with God, the better it is for us. God is the main force and the main power on this earth. Now, imagine God is going in this direction and you are going in the opposite direction. Imagine the force that is... Perhaps for some of us, that's why life is a hassle. We have not just aligned our plans with God's plans. So God is building a church. You are building something else. A God that when he even speaks is like thunder. And it's like many waters that are rushing, gushing out when he speaks. Yeah, the few times that God spoke in the Bible, they say, ah, this one, the it's a, it's a thunder or something. What, what's that song? Can you hear the sound of heaven? Like the sound of many waters. It's the sound of worship coming from the throne. There are cries of adoration as men from every nation. Something, something, the key's gone off. But the song is that. It's like when Jesus, when, when God, God himself spoke in heaven, they heard it like the sound of many waters. Yeah. Sound. You know, even when it's raining, the way you can hear things, I mean, you can hear the rain. Imagine you are at a waterfall. Even a dam. When you go to some of these Harwick dams, the, when the water is dammed and it's pouring, you can hear the force. How much more a waterfall? So imagine he's going in this direction and you have decided I'm going in this other direction. 
So let us get involved in building the church of God. Now, what does, what, what, what does it mean when we get involved in building the church? What does it mean? What does it mean? Or what can we learn from what we have read? The first thing is that, listen, when you get involved in building the church of God, it brings you close to God. It brings you what? Close to God. It brings you, it's just a natural thing. When you work with somebody, you just become close to the person. Just because you are working with that person. Many of you are friends with people at your workplace, not because they are any special people. The only reason is that they work at your workplace. Sometimes even when you see them, you think to yourself, if I was the boss, I would never hire somebody like this. Never. I would never employ somebody like this. But because you are working in the same place, you just flow. Go to lunch together. You know, when the boss shouts at everybody in the office, you come and console each other. I mean, they are shouting about the photocopier machine. And you don't do photocopies, but they shout at everybody at the office. Then you come, you come and encourage each other. Because you are working to, it's just like being in school. Because you are in class with some people, you become close to them. Just because you are in class with them. You become close to them. That's how, that's how it is also when you are working with somebody. Because the main thing that is occupying you is the work you are doing. So you are always thinking about the person. Anything, I mean, when you come on my phone, like when, I, when there's a message and I click like to forward, there are some people who just appear automatically. I don't even mention their name. You see that they have come. They are forcing so that the message comes to them. Meanwhile, they are not the ones I'm sending the message to. Why? Because a lot of my messages go to them. Why? Because I work with them. I work with them. Because I work with them. When you join in building God's church, you are now working with God. So God is always thinking about you. God is always, because he, God needs somebody to help build the church. And of the 7 billion people in the world, you are the ones who have decided you will help to build the church. You have decided, I will join in building the church. So it, it just draws you close to God. It draws you close to God. I pray that you join Amen. building the church. Now, number next one. God has chosen us to use to build his church. Or God has chosen us for this mission. This mission of building the church. We are the ones whom God has chosen. Hallelujah. God is not importing some people from the, the planet Mars, you know, to come and do the work or build the church. God is not waiting for some people to come from Mercury. You see, Mercury, because it's close to the sun, the guys from there are very hot. When they come around, they'll get the work done in no time. No. No. God is not importing angels from heaven to use to build the church. He's depending on us, you and I, to build the church. He has chosen to use us. In John 15, 16, the Bible says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. 
and ordained you that you, you bear much fruit and that your fruit remain. Then he shall ask, whatsoever shall ask in the name of the, in my, in the name, in my name, my father will give it. Now he says that I have chosen you to do that you bring, bring forth fruit and that your fruit remain. That, that's what even tells us that this, he's not talking about this type of crusade. You go somewhere, have a crusade, have a crusade, then you go away. No, he's talking about leading people to Christ and making sure they remain. It means you keep them and you teach them. You keep them, gather them, teach them consistently. They remain. And that's a church. And that's a church. That they remain and you teach them. And God has chosen us for this mission. God has chosen us. Now, it is a privilege and an honor to be chosen. More especially, to be chosen by God. Yeah, to be chosen by God. Anytime you are chosen, it means some people have been rejected. Anytime you are chosen, it means some people has been, have been rejected. Yeah. I mean, Bible says Jesus said to his, he asked his disciples. So this was not a meeting between Jesus and Peter. He was talking to his disciples. He said, who do men say that? Then he said, who do you say that I am? But at the end, he said to Peter, thou art Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. Which means that Matthew was not chosen. Matthew was rejected. Um, Bartholomew was rejected. John was rejected. Thomas obviously was rejected. Judas was not even considered. James, they just passed him. Nathaniel, they didn't even look at him. Who again is another disciple? Who? Romeo. Bartholomew, sorry, not Romeo. Bartholomew, they didn't even mind him. Yeah, then the other Judas also, he was also not chosen. Do you get it? So it means others have been rejected. Philip was also not chosen. Oh, it was just Peter who was chosen. So for us to have been chosen by God, to, it means God has rejected other people. For all you know, even we are not the first group to have been chosen. And I'm, I'm sure, I don't even have to say for all you know. You are not the first group of people I'm preaching to that let's build a church. But you are the ones who are here. So it's like some, some, either some people have been rejected or they've rejected the opportunity. Yeah. Anytime, always remember, anytime you are chosen, it means some people have been rejected. You have been chosen to be a beloved. It means some people have been rejected. Don't go around and say, you know, I'm the coolest guy in the system. That's why all the ladies are dying for me. You know, they are all dying for me. That's how, you know, they can't get enough of me. And then, you know, so at the end, they chose me. So you go and stand on Instagram. Then you start to say, who got the keys to my bima? Who am I? The girls, them, sugar. Eh? You, you don't know what is coming towards you. 
you are just fortunate that you have been chosen. That, that, that the person, I mean, when I see, sometimes even when I see sisters, they say, oh, I've chosen this guy to be my beloved. Sometimes I wonder, what are they even thinking? I mean, like, seriously, you, you chose this one. Anyway. 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 Did you choose in the dark? Was it a blindfold? Blind date. Maybe blind date. Hey! Sometimes I wonder, maybe the person is paying a family debt. You don't know. You can't understand. family debt. I mean, you are being given in exchange for the family debt. Yeah, I wonder. But there's a famous Egyptian saying that ladies like foolish boys. So, it's also, yeah. yeah. Uh, you see, but she didn't have any choice. I was the old, listen. If the person has gone to school before or has even gone to university, that one is worse. Because in the university alone, if the university has 3,000 students, it means the person has about 1,500 other options. And the person chose you. An average of that. So It's because I'm very tall. Uh, please, please, please. Show me who was Goliath's wife. In the Bible, show me Goliath's wife. <laughs> uh, we are now starting Tuesday night special. Are you watch the space? Sometimes you have been chosen to be a wife, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. It is what a privilege. around feeling that you know you are all that. I mean your type has not existed before you know when you take away Cinderella, Snow White then it's me. Oh. Every day when you wake up say to your husband thank you for choosing me. Yeah. Yeah. You see because my, my food my, when I cook oh as for cooking you know, cooking. We can get food from KFC. We can get it from McDonald's. We can get it from spare anywhere. Food. Oh, if it's because of your food, I can show you people who cook far better than you. They, they, you, you can't even put your food on the market that I'm selling it. If you are bold, cook your food. Come and put it here. Say that you are selling it and see if somebody will buy it. It's because, you know, when I cook, you know, when, when the way I put the fish here and I put it, oh my God, my God, I cook so well. No problem. Sunday, Easter Sunday, bring your food. Come and place it here. See if somebody will buy. 
if you make a mistake, you turn your head, flies will come and land on it. What am I saying? I'm saying that when you have been chosen, it's a privilege and it's an honor. And if God Almighty himself chooses you, that is the greatest honor that can happen to you. Yeah. Pastor comes to you and says, help with the basenta. Then you are dragging your feet. Meanwhile, your botos is also very big. So there's a lot of weight. So you can't even move. Instead of getting involved in the basenta and moving actively so that you lose some weight, you will not. of rising up and joining with what God is doing to reduce your problems. Rather, you say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm too busy for this. I'm too good for this. I mean, I'm the only one who can do it. I'll do it when I want to do it. You wait for what is coming to you next. Rather rise up and join the work. Rise up and join what God, it's an honor that you have been chosen. Look, I met a doctor one day in Liberia. She has never gotten married before. You know, so I, 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 I asked her, how does it feel like? And she said to me, it feels like you have been rejected by everybody. The people I went to primary school with, all of them rejected me. None of them wanted me. Then those I went to secondary school with or high school, none of them wanted me. Then those I went to university with, medical school, seven years I was in school with them. For seven years. What it means is that when I entered medical school, there were seven years, six years ahead of me. Then behind me, another six years came. So all in all, 13 years, because six plus six plus my year. 13 different groups of people came through the school. Not even one of them said... Then I came to the church. Also, a mega church, big church. Not even one of the brothers looked my way to say, I've chosen you. You should be grateful that Spa chose you. You could have chosen somebody else. So, you know, because my hair is very silky. Oh, please. Please. Let us go to Liberty Mall. I'll show you a lot of white girls who are not married. Their hair is more silky than yours. I'll take you now, now, now. And I'll show you. It's an honor to be chosen by God. I said it's an honor to be chosen by God. Rise up and honor the, the invitation. Yeah. Say, join the class. Oh, I can't come for Reza. Hey. You are even fortunate that God has decided that you, instead of you being dumb that you can't talk, I will give you the chance to be able to talk and also sing. So that you will sing in my choir. I could have made you dumb and stupid. Yeah. I could have. I could have. But just let me give you a nice voice so that you can sing. So when you can, I will build my church. I will. Be, so that it sounds just a little different, a little better than the way when Lungani sings, it will sound. So that you will get to stand up there. So, uh, we'll play a video. You, you think we were born last week? We'll play. you see video. You, did you see how the, it blessed us? Yeah. See how it, oh, we, we're happy. Cry. Even that one, the sound effect is nice. Yeah. 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 How many times do you go to a party and there's a live band there? Don't they play CDs? And are the people not happy? 
Those of you who have been going to night class, when you go to the night class, is it not CDs that they are playing? They'll say, oh, DJ Wazawaza. When he comes, he'll see you'll be playing CDs. And you are still happy. You sweat. Yeah. You sweat. It's a privilege. Look, tell your neighbor, I'm glad God chose me. I'm, I'm glad God honored me and chose me. Yeah. And what is God choosing you for? To help to build his church. It's as simple. God has chosen me to make to, to look beautiful in the church. Hey, stop that rough there. Stop it. Stop it. Tell your neighbor, stop it. I told you of the girl who went to school. She wanted to be the most beautiful girl in school. That was her mission. Most beautiful girl in school. I told her, you are going to, you are going to fail. And when you fail, you are going to do a course called cooking and eating. It pains me that this prophecy will come to pass. And it came to pass. She, not only did she fail, she ended up doing cooking and eating. It's a course. Cooking and eating. You cook, then people eat. <laughs> At least you can sell your food. God has chosen us to help build the church. To help do what? Build the church. Yeah. You have been chosen. It means somebody has been rejected. It means you out of the whole of Cinderella, you are the ones who were chosen. Yeah. I mean, go to Cinderella and see. You are not there. I mean, even Cinderella, some of the people, when they hear that you are going to church, they become worried. Not worried for you, worried for the church. Yeah, worried for the church, worried for the pastor, worried for the leaders in the church. Because some of the places you have been, things have gotten missing. So as you are coming to the church, the church is endangered by your presence. That, that's what they are thinking. Some of the places you have been, you are beating people there. So when they see that you are going to church, they start to pray for the church members. Yeah. Yeah. They are wondering, you, who's going to be beating today? my church members, look, when they have arguments with people, I begin to pray for the people. Because I start to tell myself, look, if God doesn't intervene, somebody will be iced today. Oh no, somebody will be iced today. Yeah. Do you understand what it means to be iced? Yeah. We put in the mortuary for the ice too. So they begin to pray for the church. So no, it's because I'm very special. The whole of uh, Cinderella, the whole of uh, which other areas you have, Allo Ridge, um, France, Jamaica, all these places. It's like I am the I am I'm from Mo- Moscow. Moscow. There's a place called Moscow. Yeah, Moscow. The whole of Moscow. I am the G. Look, even. A Russian who's not a G, I'm afraid of him. How much more the G from Moscow? 
Hey! Building a church brings us close to God. God has chosen us. And it's an honor for God to choose us. To use to build a church. Number four. Let us partner with God. Let us partner with God. Let us partner with God to build a church. What does it mean? Let us join God to build the church. Let's join with God to build the church. Let's partner with God. So I have a lot of problems. I have this issue. Pastor, if you just wait for me, when I solve this issue and I solve this other issue, then I will join with, look, join God now. Who has more solutions than God? Look, some of the issues we are dealing with, if God himself doesn't intervene, you will never get a solution. It needs a miraculous intervention. And one of the ways to get God's attention is to partner with him. In Luke chapter 5, the Bible talks about Peter. The Bible says, Jesus went by the lake Gennesaret and he saw two, two boats by the shore for the owners were not in them for they were washing their net. Why? They were fishes. And he set foot into one, one of the boats which belonged to Simon Peter. And he said to Peter, launch out into, he said, trust a little into the sea. And Bible says from there, he taught them the word of God. He said, many pressed Jesus for the word of God. So he used Peter's boat as a platform to teach the people. When he finished teaching the people, Proud to Jesus' coming, Peter was having financial problems and financial issues. His business was not doing well. His marriage was not doing well. His life was not going well. His school was not going well. Things were not working out for him. Things were not working out for him. But Jesus comes onto the scene and says, Look, just let me use your boot. Push it inside a little so that I can have a stage. Then I can preach from it. Peter could have said, you know something, look. This, this is your church nonsense. You have to take it away, all right? When we are busy working, we are in our working hours. You are saying that I should stop work and push my car into, so that you can use my car to go and pick people from Moscow. Do you know the problems that I have? Do you know that business is not going well? Do you know that things are tough? But Peter said, okay, no problem. Let's do this thing. And he did it. After, Jesus said to him, what's up in your business? Peter said, look. Oh, now you are talking. For the past three weeks, we have been looking for the fish everywhere in the sea. We can't find them. We go, waste fuel to go, energy, time, people we have employed. We go, we come back with nothing. Sometimes we work the whole night, we get nothing. Jesus said, eh, don't worry. Let's go this way and cast your net there. Peter said, hey, Jesus, 
Look, we have done all these things. Oh, what you are saying that we should time there around 12 o'clock, they will be here. So we catch them. we've done all that. Why are you saying that? But he said, Okay, look, you don't take the lottery, you don't win the jackpot. So let's go for it. And Bible says he let down his net. To Peter's amazement, the Bible says, and they encompassed so great a multitude of fish that their net began to break. Their net began to break. It's like the type of profit they made that day was simply unbelievable. To the point that the Bible says, and they beckoned their partners nearby to come. When Peter saw, he said, I'm I'm an evil man. When did this happen? After Peter had partnered with Jesus to build the church. Yeah. Some of your problems will go away if you partner with us to, to build the church in Imbali. If you partner with us to build a church at Alorich, if you partner with us to build a church in Popomeni, if you part- partner with us to build a church in Sweet Waters, all over the if you will partner with us, if you will partner with us, if you will partner with Jesus, because we are, we are laborers with Jesus in the vineyard, if you will partner with him, that's when you begin to see some miracles. I've been in the church for seven and a half years, almost 15 years. Look, seven and a half years is not almost 15 years. It's not almost. There's a, there's a major number way before 15. There's 10. Almost 15 years. I've not seen any breakthrough. Join the work and see what God will do for you. Join the work. Partner with Jesus and see what God will do for you. Look, tonight I just came to exhort us. I'm really starting this series. Hopefully next, next week. I'll talk more on it. But I am encouraging everybody. What is the main thing we are doing as a church? We are building bus centers and centers everywhere. We have identified seven to eight places where we are, even here, like this particular building, where we have planted, we have demarcated as centers and we are planting bus centers there. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved. Join it. Then we have work that we are doing on UKZN campus. Get involved in it. If you are on UKZN campus, get involved in it. Then we have work we are doing in Popomeni. Get involved in it. We have work we are doing in Sweetwaters. Get involved in it. In Woodlands, get involved in it. Hallelujah. Get involved in it. How many of you are from Sweetwaters? If you are from Sweetwaters, give me a wave. Sweetwaters, just wave with your right and not your left. Your right. Your right is opposite to your left. One, two, three. Okay. I think, Sweetwaters, you start preparing to have a representation in the service. Two, three people. I think so. Not UKZN people who are helping there, but people from. It's a way of raising the people. Come on Tuesday, come with maybe some two, three people. I don't know how you organize. Not that practice, straightforward, easy, but. If it can be done, it will change the church. It will change the church. People, let us partner with God. Everything you are looking for, God puts it in the church. We just have to build a church. When we build a church, you begin to see that. I need this, it's in the church. I need that, it's in the church. Everything I have, I do. 
I found it in the church, including my wife. Yeah, including, I met my wife in the church. Everything in the church. All the things I needed for my life, which includes you, I found in the church. Ah, how many of you know me from Adam? We were in the Garden of Eden together. <laughs> if you are here, you were with me in the Garden of Eden. Give me a wave. Who? Who was with? You were with me in the Garden of Eden. Were you? Where, where did you first see me? In the church. Me too, where I first saw you is in the church. So it's by building the church. That's how come I've come to know you. If we didn't build the church, I would have never met you anywhere. Oh, Pastor we would have met at Liberty Mall. I wouldn't have even come to Liberty Mall. I'm from Jobek. What am I doing in Liberty Mall? I mean, think of it. I'm from Jobek. What am I doing in Liberty Mall? Oh, Pastor would have met at Edgar's. It's not true. Do I, do I even shop from Edgar's? I shop at Mr. Price. How would we meet at? <laughs> how would we have met at Edgar's? I mean, Justice, how would we have met at Edgar's? You shop at Edgar's. I shop at Mr. Price and Pep. In Pep. <laughs> no, see, I mean, think about it. <laughs> I said, I shop at Pep. And you shop at where? <laughs> true, true wealth. So, how will we meet? <laughs> uh, pastor, when you are going to buy food, we'll meet at Pick and Pay. I go to Hlope. Hlope, yeah. <laughs> you go to Pick and Pay, I go to Hlope. Where will we meet? Seriously, where will we meet? Where will we meet? <laughs> it is because we are building the church. That's why we have met. That's why you came into my life and I also came into your life. So the blessing we are looking for, it is in the church. Let us build it. If we build it, we'll have more. Many years ago, Bishop preached a famous message. You can have it if you build it. What you are looking for, you can have it. You just have to build it. And he was talking about the church. It's like, let's build the church. When we build the church, even if it's business you want to do, you will realize that the clients you have, the clients you have in the church alone is enough. It's enough. The, the, look, the market Apple has in America if the rest of the world decides not to buy Apple products, Apple will be okay. That is how Apple crashed Blackberry, Nokia. All these are American companies. They just wipe them out in the American market. The, rest, the, the money they get from the rest of the world is not enough to sustain them. So their businesses collapsed. Collapse Nokia, collapse Blackberry, all of them. Any movie you watch, when they open a computer, it's Apple. Well, have, you, have you asked yourself why? Every good movie, I mean, not. Every good movie, somebody's using a phone or somebody's using a computer, it's all Apple. Have you asked yourself why? That's their market. No, they don't. 
cover the logo, they make sure that you see the logo. They make sure that you see the logo. Yeah. The market alone they have in America is enough. If, let's say, uh, the Chinese, the Asians, oh, ask for we, we are Samsung. They don't care. America is big enough. That's how the church must become. When we build, become a mega church. Your clients alone in the church is enough to sustain you. Any either you get from outside that is like extra. It's just extra. It's just something you do. Because you do, you do. That's all. May that be our story in the name. I pray for us that we will all rise up and join what God is doing so that Jesus can build his church. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer as we close. Lift your hands and ask the Holy Spirit to help you to obey God's word. God's word is very simple to us tonight that we should, God is building his church and we should get involved in building God's church. The word is very simple. So, oh, pastor, what do I need to do? Get involved in building the church. But to do that, you need the Holy Spirit to help you. How many preachings have you not heard that you have not obeyed? So to obey God's word, we need the Holy Spirit to help. Jesus said, you will receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you to be my witnesses. So I want to pray and say, Holy Spirit, come upon us so that we will have the power. We'll have the power to help build the church. To have the power to help build the church. To have the power. Help us. Holy Spirit, come and help us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help me, Lord, to build the church. Help me. Thank you for choosing me. Thank God that he has chosen you. Thank you for choosing me to use me to build your church. Thank you for choosing me. I'm not special. I'm not different. You have so many options, yet you chose me. With all my mistakes, my shortcomings, my inefficiencies, Lord, inadequacies, Lord, yet you chose me. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Holy Spirit, help me. Help me to do what you have called us to do. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands to Jesus. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted. We lift our hands in response to your call. To help. To build your church. Want to be like Peter. The rock upon which you promised to build your church. Use us to build your church in the name of Jesus. Lord, we know we have challenges. We know we have weaknesses. We know we have inabilities. We know we have inadequacies. And you know that too. And we know you can use us anyway. We just yield ourselves to you. And we yield our vessel to you. Use us to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You are here tonight. You want to say, Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Please pray with me or pray for me. You are here like that. I want to pray with you. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to say, Pastor, please, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Please pray with me. Please pray. You are here like that. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please, I don't want to go to hell. Every eye closed, please. I don't want to go to hell. Close your eyes, young man. Lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. 
I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift your right hand. I'll pray with you from where we are. Lift your hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Pray this prayer with me. Everybody say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess you, Jesus, as the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful folks. God loves you. So do I. Put your hands together for Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.